You are listening to the Boker Broadcast, a War Machine and Hordes podcast centered on the NJSOB meta. Sit back and take a listen as we discuss fluff, the rules, or anything else that catches our attention. Special thanks to the More Than Dice oh, Podcast God. Network for hosting the podcast. Oh my God, decibels are non-linear. Yeah. The blue did for some reason. The green does. And welcome to another Boker Broadcast. I'm your host, Seth Cohen, and with me as always is... Stephen Rabideau. And... RDC. All Not right. always, though. Well... Fair enough. You threw me with that. <laughs> As always, except for that one rare time when you weren't here and the rules, uh, Judge's Corner completely fell apart without you. It did. Yeah. It did. It was filled with falsehoods. Yes. And I guess this one is too already. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Well, All we're right. going to have you correct the last Judge's Corner because we said it was beta Judge's Corner, right? Because technically we are still in beta. I don't know what we're going to do when we start doing Judge's Corner in January when it's all official. Right. We'll just be wrong, then, I guess, Yeah. <laughs> about things. Yeah. Well, we're doing the best we That's can. That's the plan. But wrong. hey, we've said before, you don't have to be right. You just got to keep things moving. Yes. You can't be wrong. You're the head judge of Captain Con? There's no way. I'm not the head judge of Captain Con. I am just a floor judge. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, Captain Con. Head judge Con, of WTC, though. Uh, yes, I am the head judge at the WTC. Uh, you know, people have actually been emailing me asking me about uh, point levels for the Boker Brawl, which is, you know, in April, April 28th this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're playing, yes. Wait. Yes. When is the Boker Brawl? April 28th. And then you followed that 30 seconds ago with this year. This year. The falsehoods. Yeah, the falsehoods. They continue. Yes. April Thank- 28th. Good thing I was here to 2023. Yeah. Thank goodness you're here, Arthur. Because yes. you know, How old are you now, Seth? Uh, I would be 53. Thank you very okay. much. Yeah. All right. Happy birthday. Thanks. That's right. Thanks. Happy birthday. Yeah. Great to be here. I'm um, just going to say that we're recording on your birthday. So uh, happy well, birthday. Two days after. So it's my birthday <laughs> weekend. Who knows what the truth is? <laughs> it's true. Because <laughs> apparently I can't get yours right anyway. So I've been getting a lot of emails. Uh, first thing people want to know about the room block. The room block is up. It's on the website. Uh, it's the same hotel we've been using. You use the code. We get a deal. You get a deal. So please use the room block code. And then uh, people are curious about the points. What point levels we are playing this year? So the Warfare Weekend qualifier is going to be 75 points because that is the point level they're playing at at Warfare Weekend. So we were going to do 80. <laughs> we're going to stick oh, with not 75. Not going to do 80. Okay. Not doing 80. Right. Totally <laughs> you know, we have to one them up. Yeah. And then... Uh, we should do 76. <laughs> Special format just for us. Beat them yeah. by one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All those times when you're like, I need one more point. There it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? There have been the best times format. where yeah. I just want one more point somewhere. And it's like, take out a whole beast to, you know, somehow, because I was one point over. It's very mm-hmm. frustrating. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then the uh, the uh, team event, our marquee five-person team event, we are waiting for the WTC to announce its uh, point level, and then we will mirror what they do. And I know we're going to hear from them soon. And then lastly, that would leave the big bounty brawl. We are waiting a little while till we uh, get a better handle on what that's going to look like. It is going to be probably 100 is what we're leaning toward. Yeah, I think we're, we're, we're looking at 100 because we're looking into the future and seeing like that new format, the Total War format or whatever it's called. I say we three huge bases for free as part of your seems list. Seems tailor made for yeah. the old big base brawl. I so we're we... going to start with a hundred right now and not do the free huge bases because nobody takes huge bases except for Grimkin. We pick up the bat free. phone. We make a couple calls. We make sure that the rules for Colossals come out before April. Bang! Big base brawl back in action. Bring three Colossals. Put them in your army for free. Bring even more. 
Because you, you, you can pay points for them too. So bring five. So as many as you can. Let's like you don't think if we had that kind of ability, we wouldn't have made the call long before now. Oh my gosh, we've got a bat phone right to privateer headquarters. I totally would have been doing that like three months ago. It's we'll it, the button is right underneath the head <laughs> of the statue. <laughs> I bet it is. <laughs> um, what would be the biggest, the most you could bring? I feel like it'd be Kador. Because you got the chariots, the wagon, two colossals. Two colossals. I don't think anybody else has quite that many. Uh, what about uh, Legion? Legion has a so battle engine. And two colossals. Two colossals. Yeah. Okay. But you have to have two colossals. I mean, technically Mercs does, but... Oh, actually Mercs has three colossals if you want to really get technical. Nemo. Well, no, I was counting the dwarfs. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you get three colossals. Well, could you put them on? I guess... Who, Nemo, knows? Nemo. who knows what the unlimited... Nemo's not a Merc. Is. Oh, that's true. That's true. Hmm, interesting. If anything, Nemo will Things be Convergence. Wow, things huh? have changed, haven't they? Okay. Well, <laughs> regardless, that's the way things look right now. As we get into late January, early February, the ball, the brawl will be completely fleshed out. You know, obviously the whole game's in flux, the community's in flux. We don't want to make any knee-jerk decisions that we're going to mm-hmm. regret later. So we want to kind of see how things roll out. And then, you know, we'll let everybody know when we got stuff to know. But we're still going to have super cool swag to give away. Yeah, it'll be an amazing time like it always is. Mm-hmm. Captain Khan, right around the corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is going to be played at 100 points. I checked with Zosha because that wasn't my decision because I'm not the head judge. I'm just a floor judge. Uh-huh. Zosha said that that's going to be played at 100 points. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what that looks like. The whole weekend? Because I know there's two, three tournaments. Uh, I asked her. She said 100, and I, you know, she didn't qualify. So okay. It's probably me, 100 then. So I guess as far as I know, at this moment... Captain Con, all the events are 100 points. Cool. Well, allow me to very, and I know I never do this, but I'm going to go out on a limb. And I'm out gonna, of character for you. Yeah, I'm going to throw a wrench in the works. Very, again, very out of character. What if everybody wants 100 points? Are we open for the Boker Brawl to go to the 100, or are we going to lock in at the 75? So the reason that it's 75 is because the the actual like Warfare Weekend Iron Gauntlet, right? Iron Gauntlet is going to be 75. So that event is 75. Gotcha. Yeah. The the big bounty brawl we are leaning toward 100 and the five person team event will be whatever the WTC decides to do. Yeah, cuz if they do so like the whole idea yeah, of course is so good clarity. Yeah, the whole idea of the team event has always been bring the WTC to you, you know, like to to just like people who would conceive that maybe they would never go or you know they not want to spend three grand yeah exactly not want to spend three grand to go to war machine tournament um so yeah we want to just mirror whatever they got yep that's fair yeah you know it's interesting because i mean i guess from an organizer point of view do people have 100 points to put on the table of stuff that they actually want to play or Mm -hmm. are they looking at a 75 point list going i guess i can find 25 more points of a jack of beast or a unit do you know what i'm trying to say yes with the new mark four stuff in particular yeah yeah it's like what's going to be out so i know you know crossing fingers that uh the the starter boxes for storm legion and orgoth are out in the next couple weeks uh people have already gotten the dusk yes yes so we got that though dusk i think is not officially releasing until april like their starter box but people have it right now no, no, no. I'm talking the 50-point starter, not oh, just the... okay. Not yeah. the battle box thing. So yeah. hopefully... I mean, if it's out, I know what I'm playing. Huh. Not yeah. at the Boca Brawl, of course, because I don't play at the Boca Brawl. Yeah, but, right. <laughs> but, you know, that's you what I would, that's that's what I would play. Yeah. Um, or Storm Legion, or who yeah. knows. But, yeah, so we'll, we'll see. Because, yeah, that would be the thing. Like, Although, what is you know, actually out? Are if, the expansion boxes out by then? You know, at the Brawl, if, if, if Henry, uh, you know, helps us out again and takes over for the Saturday night shift, you, you might actually get uh, a right. scrambler in there fun. with the dusk. Right. Speaking of scramblers, I'm of the opinion that we should do points values. We could even organize the scramblers by points value. I think that's a great idea. So, like, you want to play 50 points? Here's the 50-point scrambler. You want to play yeah. 75? Here's the 75. 
Yeah, yeah, I so. agree. I agree. That's the way to do it. Well, you ran the uh, the game day, which mm-hmm. at, at Maplewood, which is mm-hmm. the new NJSOB format, which isn't officially a tournament format, but mm-hmm. t- you know, tell her, tell us how it went. Yeah, so um, it was just a series of matchups. So that that would be the idea. It's like a tournament in that we do pairings, but it is unlike a tournament in that we don't. We do, like the pairings are not related to each other in any way. You're not playing, you know, winner. You're not you're not playing to find a single winner. Right. So, and then at this specific day, what we did was I, I had like three buckets, 50, 75, and 100, and you just put your name in the bucket, and then we randomly matched up based on that. Yeah, it was, it was a good time from everyone I talked to said they had a lot of fun doing it. And I'm they glad. Played, they played like 51 rounds, 75 the next, and, mm-hmm. and they really liked that flexibility. So mm-hmm. we were going to look forward to do that again, but we cannot in January because January has to be... The Captain Con Prep Tournament, January fourteenth mm-hmm. at Maplewood. Full blown tournament. Yeah, points. we're doing a hundred points. To, and and truthfully, if I'm being a hundred percent honest, the purpose of that tournament is yes, we want our players to practice, but I will also need practice judging with the new rules. Right. So, right. so we'll, yeah, we'll make sure that we have lots of. When are we doing calls. King of Coins? Well, the King of Coins is active right now. So uh, if I brought my coin with you tonight, you'd have your coin. Uh, I got a coin. You get a coin? You get a coin. Everybody gets a coin? The NJSOBs were given three coins. Okay. So you, Steve King, and Steve Rabideau are each keepers of the coin initially, and then you can be challenged in a tournament. What coin do I have? Uh, You are getting the Merc coin. Nice. Yes. Proper coin to the proper person. Yes. Uh, And the dwarf friggin' rules better come out real soon because they were promised to me by the end of December. At least I thought they were. Unless it was the Pirates. I forget. It was, I it, think rule is next. I thought rule was next. It's almost Christmas. Where the hell's my dwarf list? It is. Maybe it'll come out on Christmas. Christmas. It is. Yeah. Come on. All around the place. Come yeah. out. Dwarf yeah. Christmas. Dwarf Christmas. Yeah. So, um... Uh, oh, that's right. I tapped. I shouldn't do that. You tapped. You're crunching. I mean, we're just, we're, you know... I'm just... I'm too damn tired to argue with you tonight. So, you know, go ahead. Ru- ruin the broadcast as much as you like. I didn't have so, the table saw on. <laughs> and <laughs> thank you for that. So uh, the other thing that happens at Captain Con is this year, Chris Miller will be back with the raffle. Mm. Yeah, and uh, as always, the NJSOBs and the Boca Brawl will be uh, putting our resources together. And, you know, it was tough to come up with what to give away for, you know, with Mark IV and everything else. Mm -hmm. But seeing as how they did the dusk boxes a little early... We are going to be painting up a dusk battle group, mm-hmm. creating just a little mini tray for it, and uh, and giving that away as our uh, NJSOB slash Boker Brawl giveaway. Nice. So that'll be there. Yep. And then, you know, over the course of a year, we all collect various games, and, you know, we all throw it in a pile and just hand it over to, to Chris to, to mm-hmm. raffle off for charity. Mm-hmm. I'm very much looking forward to seeing him this year. He is haven't seen him in, in, in a while because he wasn't able to make the last one and then the year before COVID, so... Mm-hmm. He, was, he wasn't there? No. Didn't I go to the last one? Yes, and he wasn't there. <clears throat> who was the there guy? There was a raffle. But who, who was the guy who had to take away the mic from? That was Hacksaw. <laughs> oh. Yeah, okay. So, um, anyway, look for that at Captain Con. We're excited to be giving it away. All right. So, I think that's all the things we wanted to hit on in the introduction, right? Anything else? I think so. All right. Outstanding. All right. So, is, is our topic of conversation tonight, or, or one of our topics, I got a couple of small issues I want to want to talk about. We have a new Steamroller document, Steamroller 2023. Mm-hmm. Looks remarkably like Steamroller 2022. Mm-hmm. So uh, for those of you who were not following, what had happened was uh, Privateer Press had a new format for Steamroller that they were going to be rolling out. They were going, they were, there was talk about there being scorable terrain pieces instead of objectives. 
And there were the rumor was there were still going to be flags, but uh, there were also rumors about players placing some level of terrain and mm-hmm. and all sorts of stuff. And uh, then right before it was supposed to release, they chose instead to put out a Steamroller packet 2023 that was essentially the 2022 packet without the objectives. The, there there are objectives in the packet, but mm-hmm. the objectives don't have cards. They don't have abilities. They don't give anything out. Mm-hmm. So now we have a packet, and they have backed off of, for now, their idea of revamping Steamroller for Mark IV. What are our initial thoughts of the decision, of the Steamroller, of everything else? What do we think? I think it makes sense. The the reason that they gave was they don't want there to be too much change all at once. And so to to create a fully new scenario packet and, like, really reinvent how it was, like, if, if what we heard, you know, about, like, scorable terrain and like placing terrain and potentially like going in a more narrative direction like some of those scenarios that we saw at warfare weekend um i think there was absolutely the right choice to instead of doing all of that and trying to do all of that on top of all the the rules and the the new models and you know whatever issues that they're seeing in production and like trying to manage that just one less thing that they have to do steamroller 2022 which was like 2021 which was also you know like it's been continuing in this vein for a while. It's a good packet. Yeah. Like, I was just playing it again today, and it's good. Like, it, yeah. it works for what it is. Yes. And I think yes. they've distilled it down to a very good place, and I and I think that upsetting the apple cart just for the sake of doing so would have been a mistake, ultimately. Especially if you don't nail it out of the gate, which right. Steamroller hasn't been, wasn't, you know, was never nailed out of the gate. Like, it took well, many years to get where we are right now. What do they ever nail out of the gate? I mean, look, let's be honest. Part of your model is to get feedback from your community. You know, you're not planning on getting it right the first time. Essentially, right. everything releases some level of a beta most of the, or a lot of the time. I don't even want to say most. Let's say a lot of the time. I, I was personally disappointed only because I loved the sound of the new direction. I loved the idea of the scorable terrain piece. I loved the idea of, oh, you know, you got to take the crossroads and you got to, mm-hmm. you know, you got to take this trench and, you know, at, at this crossroads to control this area. I, I just mm-hmm. love that idea. It seemed very tactical. Makes it a little less abstract than what it is now. Yes. So, like, today we, we set up the tables in a way. I set up the tables where I specifically, you know, as I was doing it, I was like, all right, so what's this table about? Well, there's a little, like, a, a warjack barn over here and then it's got some fences and then there's going to be you know the guy's house and he's got his fields over here and then when i did that and then i actually made i put the scenario elements down i was like okay this actually kind of makes sense you know we were playing it was um split decision so it's like okay the warjack barn is in the zone all right we're yeah. controlling that you know and then yeah. oh this flag and objective are right next to this guy's house okay so that's kind of you know that adds something to it you know so, and then the other side had like a big obstruction in the middle and then it was recon. So it's like, we're controlling the lanes of the battlefield, but it's, you know, that's more abstract Yeah. versus yeah. like, okay, we have to control a hill in the center, which right. would be very similar to King of the Hill. Right. But, you know, is less abstract. Yes. Which is kind of neat. Yeah. Uh, I, I think, uh, I think also, I mean, it clearly just wasn't ready because if it was ready, they would have released it. Sure. Right. right. It, it just, it wasn't ready. And I appreciate them recognizing what level of not ready they can actually put out. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah. Are there any thoughts on uh, on, the, on the steamroller packet? I'm very upset. Because? <laughs> the chip ball is empty. Oh, no. <clears throat> actually, I'm just going to move it over here. Smart. Good. Yeah. Outstanding. Actually, I disagree with what Steve said. I, um, I have a lot of questions. So, 
Question one. Clearly, and this now this is just a theory I'm going to have to work off of. Upon How could it be clearly a theory? So clearly a theory. Yeah, that's right. Clearly this is one of my theories. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to revamp the game and make Mark Four, okay, you did that. Uh, probably the first thing you did, and I could be wrong, is that you've come up with the uh, the points uh, for the models that you knew that you were going to release and the stat lines and so on and so forth. And then you put them on the table because no matter how small people will want to claim that privateer is, some level of internal playtesting had to have occurred. So then the question is, well, what did you guys use when you playtested? Did you use 2022, 2021 scenarios? Or did you use your new 12 flags and things of that nature? And so if you didn't use the 2022 scenarios, then that's kind of a problem. Because looking at the point structure now, and I don't believe I'm the only one to feel this way, solos are again in one of those positions where it's like, are they really worth it? Because you're paying two, three points, four points, six, seven points for a solo when I can get a whole unit for roughly the same thing, uh, especially with the six and seven point solos. That leads me to now question balance. And then I want to look back at the 2022 scenario since that's the direction that we've finally decided to go in and say, okay, are the scenarios as written the right way? Should potentially, and, and I don't know, should potentially the elements of the scenario have been tightened up? Should the size of the board be tightened up? Because you cannot, you can't convince me that the model counts the same. The model counts mm-hmm. are lower. So do I need a four foot by four foot board anymore? Or could this game now be played on a three by three, especially at 50 points mm-hmm. or, or even maybe 75? So there's, there's a lot of things that for me are kind of up in the air, like, did you guys really think about this? And I would have liked to see the scenarios change, not necessarily in structure, like the way they, they were doing with the 12 flag nonsense, but let's go with 2022 scenarios, 2022 scenarios, and maybe we eliminate a flag. Like the same way they always used to update it, like, oh, this scenario is gone and we have a new one and it's got, you know, it's got three flags or it's got two flags. Maybe the amount of flags should have been reduced. Maybe the rules should be adjusted because solos have become super important again and at the same token very feeble uh in in this new environment maybe you shouldn't be required to have solos just to capture flags when maybe you should and maybe the points should be adjusted or something something to me isn't 100 percent. and i again i still would want to know when you play tested the game what did you play test Mm -hmm. which i think that's a very valid question right like Mm -hmm. what were we play testing Mm mm-hmm I think, we, yeah. yeah, were you just saying there's no, were we just playing in a desert where there's nothing? And mm-hmm. like, let's just see what models kill what models? It would be, it would be interesting to know. I think that, I think that you're right. Although I do think that this is the way to do that is, I, I, I would take it one step further back and say, let's actually not change anything and see how things shake out, you know, and see how... Are the elements too far apart? Because we've had experiences in the past, of course, where certain scenarios, for example, on Steamroller, were just neglected because they were not good. Like sure. it's it's the sixth out of you know five out of six are are pretty good, and we see those we see some variant of those five at our four round tournaments. We just never see yeah. whatever it was called. I mean, look, the, the I, one with the three flags where they all disappear. Oh, that was the worst. Um, I I personally love the idea of having a scorable piece of terrain because every time I hear that. And I don't know why. All I ever think to do is saving Private Ryan mm-hmm. uh, because they had to protect the bridge. Mm-hmm. We needed the bridge. The bridge is the objective. Mm-hmm. Got to protect the bridge. And I'm like, yep, I, I 
I could slot it right in mentally. Yeah. I got it. Makes perfect sense. Or a bridge too far if you like that. Or a bridge too far. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, way Eagles there. I don't know. You gotta protect the mountain. No, no. no way Eagles there, you can't use that one. No, all right. Forget it. I'm over. But nonetheless, they I, were blowing up trucks with machine pistols in that movie. I, I cannot. Uh, well, the realism. Oh, yeah. 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 Apparently, a radiator hit on a German truck from a machine pistol was enough. Kaboom! Yep. Next, you're going to have to tell me that you don't think the Rocky movies are 100% exactly how boxing is. Everyone knows that's true. Okay. So, so get off my back. All right. I, just, I, was checking. I was checking. One thing I, I have noticed almost, you know, immediately, and it's, it's kind of foolish that this surprised me, was immediately my list building had to change mm-hmm. because it's a new steamroller. Because it's an old steamroller, and it, so I designed this this uh, list with a lot of uh, repair in it, a lot of solos that could repair. I'm like, all right, I'm going to keep my things alive longer. They're going to really get in there. Well, now all those things are like claiming flags mm-hmm. and, and, mm-hmm. and contesting zones, and you know, like the the, 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 the mechanic, they, they the mechanic too easy. the mechanic who's always got cover and um, is immune to blast. He's so that's a big deal. That's a, that yeah. is a big deal. If, look, if for you to justify a, a solo in your list, in my yeah. opinion. It has to have a lot of utility. Mm-hmm. But for you to come in with just a combat solo, forget it. Like, you, you, that's ridiculous. Well, I guess that's it, kind of the point I'm, I'm trying to make. That, that all, you know, because they designed a Mark IV not thinking of the older scenario packet, right? Um, like, I think there's going to be some incongruence there for a little while. Right, which goes back to what you were saying, which is like, what what was the playtest process? Yeah. Which, you know, we may never know but fully. I mean, like... But I think the I think you're right because like what you were just saying combat solos it really depends. But solos like previously the the ideal scenario is something usually like it's def fourteen fifteen it's got stealth yeah so it requires specific tools to remove not or like anymore. a lucky drift on an AOE or something like that. But not anymore. Now it's like well my uh, my electro bombard on my striker is gonna well, it's range seventeen it walks six inches and then it uh, misses and you take a pow ten so you're dead <laughs> right and I boost and, and I boost a pow ten and you're still dead yep. yeah so like yeah I mean so I, now it's like if you have the armor profile to survive that's what matters I well more. I've been playing cricks and so Taurus good example he's armor seventeen and he has yeah. eight boxes yeah and he's stealth right so he's got that kind of double but he's five but, points I'm not paying right right not, I'll take another unit of bands. Well, so that's that's the thing, right? Like, I, so I was playing circle. I realized, okay, I got to start putting solos in. So you can take the trees, but trees are not notably mobile, right. nor are they notably survivable. Yeah, you know, the trees those, are much easier to kill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You you take like the Tharn, the 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 female one, solos. I forget what they're called. Blood trackers, blood weaver, blood, something. Yeah, I don't know. something. I forget now. Doesn't but it doesn't matter. But like, so I you could take those, but they die so easily. Like, very, very easily. So now I'm looking into, like, okay, so I'm going to take a white main because the white main does not die easily. And it gives, like, a plus one. And so, like, all that was driven by the idea of But then it comes scenario. out to, do you, how much is the white main? I think the white main's, like, four points. See, four it's is more acceptable. Five, yeah. you start eyeballing another unit. Five is, like, the... I mean, that's the thing. Lord of the Feast. You're charging five me five points. points for a solo, seven points for another unit. But, you know, you I'll, guys I'll, are... I'll take another unit. Well, except uh, Steamroller pushes you in the opposite. It adds a weight. That's the right, and, and that's that's kind of where I was headed with this, like because you're making abs- Arthur, you're making absolutely valid points, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't disagree with anything you're saying. And yeah, the steamroller is now forcing us to make tough choices again. But I guess the point I was trying to make was, it's forcing us to make tough choices that were not intended originally when they designed the models. That's my problem. So that yeah, that is if that is have, a good question. If you have one point solos in your army, mm-hmm. even two point, you know, you see these mechanics. Mm-hmm. The mechanics are probably the best one two point solos you can get 
where it's like they're going to repair. Oh, and they're going to give Pathfinder to a Jag, or they're going to mm-hmm. do something else. But those guys are great because you know you, otherwise you having you can have Def seventeen, fuck Def twenty. Go ahead, take it. Have your kinky monk. I'm gonna make him deaf 45, <laughs> just for you. Yeah. Mathematically impossible yeah. to hit. Don't care. Yeah. Right, because he's like armor 11, mm-hmm. and I'm just gonna come along with my mule and be like, oh, I guess I missed. Okay, cool. Take a pow eight. Mm-hmm. I'll boost it. Guess what? You're dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And you paid whatever points. Right. So that that is the thing, and the the they're more expensive comparatively to mark three because a lot of like requisition points were like two or three solos yes so you just get solos you know so now you actually have to pay the points so it definitely changes it's kind of, it's kind of funny because the one of the things i always used to say was that mark three was i'm gonna use the word broken but i don't mean broken in the sense that it was unfair or anything i mean broken in the sense that the math didn't work because mm-hmm. if the math worked you wouldn't have to give people free solos in order to have a playable army mm-hmm. to me that was like that's it that was the proof like and here you had the ability to start from scratch, which they clearly did, and you revamped all the points, and it's still kind of broken when it comes to solos. Now, it could just mean that certain solos are just overcosted, and maybe they need to be cheapened, and maybe if they have to lose an ability in the process, go right ahead. But as it sits right now, at this very moment, it's not perfect. And yeah. I don't even want perfect. I don't. It's, it's not very good. It might be good, but it's not even very good. Now, I will say, I think it's worth playing the game. Sure. Seeing how it feels, you know, just because there there are definitely things that I think are sort of a growing pain from Mark Three to Mark Four. You, you know, you do have to get rid of some stuff, like some of the the, the previous thoughts. But the Mark Four armies are also different. Like that's the other thing. It's like a lot of this stuff is like Mark Three to Mark Four specific, and then you look at the Mark Four armies, and their solos are like, you know, like the Legionnaire officer is like much more like extremely useful and is pretty survivable and you know like has all these kinds of things going on yeah but now we're headed into another issue that we've discussed before and it's too points. strong of a word that by design the legacy stuff that's brought over can't be as competitive and good as the newest stuff that's coming out but it should be so i i also kind of i think it should be. i don't think there's a rule about that like my 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 supposition is not that they say Oh, we got we let's dial this back. It's too good. I I would I would say that they probably never said that. That's my that would be my position there. It's more good enough. Like like if it's if it's good. Like there are definitely things where it's like if you look at um, Callus two, it's got overrun. Mm-hmm. You've got beasts that can fly, mm-hmm. and you have breakthrough. So okay. they become unstoppable. Right. Flying models ignore other models for line of sight. Like yeah. he's got this a series well, of spells that let him... the card, right? So that's, that's one beast one time. Yeah. Well, I mean, if I kill your caster, yeah, I only that's all you need that one yeah. time. Yeah. So yeah. like you have you have your beast, you know, it slipstreams. It moves forward because of overrun and then it charges. And like very long threat, very like decent assassination. You know, nothing quite... Well, there is something quite like that in Orgoth. But like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think they're looking at that and saying, oh, that's too good. Or, uh, like, I just think it is what it is. Like, I think they're not paying that much attention. It, I think it they, is what that's it is, what I would guess. In the beginning, they made it clear that Unlimited would kind of be touched on once every, I'll say, two years. But the armies that they... If at all. If at all. But the armies that they brought over into Prime should be balanced with the competitive scene very much at, mm-hmm. you know, forefront of... of, of their mind and um certain armies to me just have a clear advantage um like so so meaning in the list but i'm back on solos again uh, if, you, if, sure, sure. if you have one and two point solos you have an advantage of the armies that don't mm-hmm. and I, I 
you know, and, and Crix actually do have the mechanic, the Necrotech. He's only one point. Uh, that's their only one. Uh, and I don't know every army, but I'm fairly confident not every army has access to a one and or two point solo. Yeah, totally. All right. So interesting. Uh, I haven't had a ton of opportunities to meet privateer press staffers over time, right? But the the two times that I have, and it just kind of came up in casual conversation. I wasn't like putting the person on the spot. They commented that they don't design the game and they don't design models with steamroller and specifically the clock in mind, which I thought was really interesting. So for example, if they say, oh, here's this really cool model that does these four different things, they don't think about the number of steps it takes to activate that on the, like, you know, let's just mm. say 20, 25 seconds of, okay, I got to do this and he's going to roll up that and this these guns spin up and, and, and I have to give damage to my model mm. right now and like all, all, all the, they don't think about that in, in, in terms of what affects a clock. So when, when I first came into this game and I kind of came from, we'll say Warhammer Fantasy, when I first read the Cricks, and the Mechanothrolls, and the Necrosurgeon. I was like, oh man, I'm just going to keep recurring these ne- these Mechanothrolls over and over again because, you know, you could. Then you quickly realize, like, no, you really can't. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like you could in the basement. You're, you're not doing it on, on a tournament floor. Yeah. You know, and, and whether or not that's good, it's a whole other subject. But the point sure. is, time-wise, you couldn't even pull that off. Yeah, I just, I mean, I thought that was really interesting. That, you know, the, the challenges on Steamroll and the challenges in time... It's almost like a, 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 a separate mini game to the game that we're playing overall. Yeah. It's fair. I don't know if the game should be designed where it's going to be played on a clock or if it should be like, look, this is the game, and then we'll have to figure out how it's done in a, in a competitive environment. Yeah. I, I, I was going to say that. I think, I think this, so two separate things clock, steamroller. I think steamroller is a thing where I, I could see tacking that on the end of your testing process because. The, the steamroller mindset in my you know we, we were messing around me and steve king with like oh what, what would we do if we were doing scenarios and like lo and behold our first idea was not very good because <laughs> you know it, because like that's what happens like people i i certainly thought i could come up with something and then it was awful last i did week, win last on week that the, scenario didn't last week the good. three of us come up with something that was actually half decent maybe i don't remember but yeah, like no, we did. we did but we're not gonna talk about that here okay so, i don't know what um, it was <laughs> uh so but like it's easier and I think maybe better to design the two separately and then you kind of join them right at the end with the idea of, okay, does does in Mark II, Mark III even, does Denegra just win? Like, is there a way to not just lose to Haley? Like, does Haley two just win? Like, and that's kind of the question that Steamroller answers because the general idea of Steamroller is you either can't just sit back as a gun line forever and just shoot. You also can't just be a brick in one section of the table and win. Well, like it, for, it forces engagement. It forces engagement. So like that, it just does that. Yeah. So like, you don't really need to do too much testing to determine does this force engagement. Although there should be some. The more impactful thing is like, do you just is, does Denny just move up in feet and win every game or like nine games out of ten or you know that kind of thing. So I can understand not like fully play testing on that because you don't want a ton of things necessarily like what else are you going to play test like i understand the idea of like moving things around the board and stuff like that but it's like what else are you going to do like if you're already just if you if the play tester mindset is let's just engage then that's how you're going to do most of your testing but mm-hmm. you still want to do some in steam this, this is one of those scenarios where uh kill box was kind of bad and yet necessary at the same time like because using your example mm-hmm. so you know mark early mark two even 
I'll, I'll assume that's when it really kind of came about. Uh, Sorsha won, right? It's like, do you just let her move up the table and then stationary your whole army? Or, and maybe she's not the strongest example. Like, maybe Haley 2 is a better one, or maybe Denny's a better one. But at some point, you almost wish you could move backwards to mm-hmm. stay safe, but then you can't. Because mm-hmm. you have this kill box. Well, and you're like, well, you're giving away points, right? You're giving away... You can, but then you're risking a, lo- a loss on another... You know, on you're going to lose. You give, up, you give up one kill box, you, you're going to lose that game. Maybe. Yeah, and so actually... Maybe that's one of those things where the scenario or the penalty for kill box was too strong. Maybe it should have only been one point. Maybe. It was Denny too, though. I remember at you know, one point, Hacksaw, Andrew Hartland, used to design all the steamrollers. And he used to tell people that the test for every scenario was... Does Denny 2 automatically win? Mm-hmm. And if the answer was no, then that was a scenario they could bring to the next level of testing. So, and actually, the more I say it, the more I'm kind of like, you know what? I think it would actually be valuable to play test on scenario. Denny 2 is the ghostly one, right? Or the ethereal one? So her feet was like shadow bind. That was the thing. And it was before you oh, could shake it. So, it's, so like, it she just changed. locks you in place. It changed. Yeah. Like, things Denny have changed. Feet most oh, yeah, recently was... Things have changed yeah, quite a bit ethereal. Yeah, things changed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It used to be like, you just... Everybody shadow bind. You just shadow bind everybody. Yeah. So, and you couldn't shake Well, what made that any different from Krios or Sorsha? So, Krios, at least you could be like, like, nothing's immune to shadow bind. At least at the time. All right. So, that's one thing. <laughs> and you could, yeah. You could be immune to knockdown, although and I think that was less common. And you could be immune to state, uh, cold. But, like, those are, those are also good examples. Okay. I think, I think, yeah. and, and. Even Bart. And uh, Bart. Sorsha was limited by line of sight. Oh, no, Bart. You know, like, there's. Bart knocks you down if you enter his area. Yeah. Denny was just like, yeah. You're done. And, and all the other things that Crick's had and the ridiculousness. But the clock thing, I would actually say, I think it makes sense to not try and balance things around the clock. Okay. Just because, like, <clears throat> your example of an ability that takes this amount of time to execute. Yeah. I really, I cannot imagine trying to balance that. Fair And enough. being like, oh, this takes five seconds. Therefore, it's balanced. There, there it's are... really good, but it takes a certain, you know, this takes... A minute to execute or whatever. You know, like stuff like that. That doesn't really make any sense. Is your phone unsilenceable? Yes. It's unsilenceable. You know, so, but I'll t- okay, I, you I, know what I, I mean? agree, like, I agree I, with that's, your point. That's kind of a knob that I feel like is best left to... Yeah, let's. Yeah. Or, or is just like best left to... Like it It does limit things, right? Sure. Like there's... In prior editions, there was a limit to how many AOEs you would really want to execute sure. on because but, there's you know, so much deviation. You, you can kind of... You can help. Though with the clock, like you can write your rules, and then you could say, "All right, well, we have to fight my clock," and you know you could start to cartel some of the random dice rolls, like the D threes or how many shots you get. You know, you mm-hmm. can start to try to streamline a little bit. You can modify maybe hits or damage rolls or saves or oh. whatever. But I, but I am actually struggling though to think of anything that takes a while to execute, like any meaningful spinning up the guns. Time. Uh, you have certain models that have to spin up multiple guns, multiple shots, or anything where you have to. And that like, still just it takes time. It's another yeah. die roll. Sure, but like everything's another die roll. All right, I, that's I hear kind you. of a big one. I guess what I'm getting at, or not getting at, but the, what, what started my thought process on this was the idea that a lot of people whose opinions I trust about the game were talking about how the 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 time limit for for 75 points plus all the additional models mm-hmm. in um, Mark Three, you mean in Mark Three, and 60 minutes on a clock wasn't enough time, mm-hmm. and I kind of felt that that was true after listening to the, you know, like. People have a way of thinking about the game that I, my brain just never gets to. And then once they articulate it, I'm like, wow, that, that seems spot on. How did I not see that? Mm-hmm. And I was thinking that um, at the very least, I agree. Yeah, you can't balance models uh, around a clock. But I, I, I really hope, and, and we haven't played enough games, you know, and we don't have all the models yet. You know, the, our, our normal uh, um, 
previsios when we talk about this topic, but I'm really hoping that the steamroller time limits are end up being better than mm-hmm. than the last one because I do not think it was enough time. And it, as someone who judges a lot of events, mm-hmm. that will frustrate players more than any more than an opponent who isn't generous or more than mm-hmm. an opponent who it is if they feel they're constantly 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 fighting that clock and under pressure because they mm-hmm. literally are and then you know it makes for a negative forget, play experience i forgot who it was that was making the point but someone was making the point like and I, unfortunately I don't, know if, I don't even remember what event what was the last big event i went to Boca brawl was it might have been a book brawl then where people saying like WGC, you go to wtc whatever. you can go to warfare weekend Go to the Boca Brawl, and you're obviously in a room with players at, we'll say, the highest highest level. Of Certainly skill. at the Boca Brawl. Certainly at the Boca Brawl. There's no doubt about it. And how many clocks? How many people get clocked over the course of the event? Right. And, you know, if, if it's like six, seven, eight, like that's really high. These are the best players, and they can't play this game in an hour. So that or they're making decisions about how to play. Because they're constantly short on time, and right. I think right. I think the the important consideration there is because like there's always going to be a clock, right? Yep. But I think that the rules allow you to build certain lists, and so the idea is that the clock should fit most of the lists that you could possibly build. Like, sh- sure, there would you, know, you can't design for everything, so there's always going to be outliers where it's just like. Well, I have, I have a bunch of things that do take a lot of time, and it's just going to take a lot of time. And I understand that, so I can understand clocking myself, right? But then you build, like, normal lists within the points value that you're given, and you feel the pressure. And, like, that's, I think, where the real problem is. Because there's always going to be somebody who's like, well, I understand that, you know, I, I took 70 infantry models. I just have to run most turns. Yeah, like, yeah. Sure. Like, that's, that's like, outside. That's, yeah, like, a very unusual. Half the time, list. those people will finish with plenty of time left. Right. They're actually clocking their opponent. Yeah. So, yeah. like, which, yeah. that can that has a different feel to it. Yep. But, I mean, the problem mm-hmm. is you start at 75 points. And we started at 75 points at the beginning of Mark Three, And I believe that this was a, a problem that sort of evolved over time. Because then, then you, you got, got the free cards. You got the free cards. Yeah. And the values of those cards kind of changed. And you got the 20-something points that you cast a brought. And you got yeah. that. So, well, like, we're starting at 75, and then we're really at 100, at, we're and then at 120. we're at 115. Yeah. 120, yeah. And then, yeah, 120, and then... Might have gotten curtailed back down to 115. Yeah. Most things lost points during the edition as well. Mm-hmm. So, like, creep just kept creeping in. Yeah, you, you know, just, and... Things and got more and more. I, t- I know I've talked to, to you guys about this a lot. I don't know if you said it on the cast. I'm very... I always talk about vision, right? The company doesn't always have a crystal clear vision on what it wants to do. Um, and this is a, a great point. So when they went to Mark III, one of the goals was to make games faster, right? They did mm-hmm. a lot of things to streamline rules. You know, lots of different rules had the, had the uh, differently named rules and the same effect. They streamlined mm-hmm. all sorts of things. And then slowly over time, it just built back up another yeah. way yeah. because they didn't have a clear vision of what it meant to have a faster streamlined you know, game. But that's that's actually one of, so it's one of the things I like about Mark IV. Yes, the game is model count wise. It should be smaller. So even if you played a hundred points, it it should, it'll it'll definitely be a few models smaller than a previous seventy-five point game. But um, the movement, I know some people are like sketchy on the movement or iffy about the movement. I actually really like the movement because I think it's faster. I really do think it's faster, and it, it provides a new set of um, skill. It provides a, like there's a new skill set that that evolves from this new movement system, which is fine. Previously, I think most people would have argued that. The games were short by 10 minutes. Like, most people needed to have an hour and 10 minutes on their clock. 
Mm-hmm. And now people are already talking about 50-minute clocks. I, I've heard that. So I, I like the fact that the game has shrunk a little bit. Yep. And that they've streamlined the, some of the movement. And the other thing is, and this goes back to one of the previous problems or the old problems, was a boogeyman comes along and all of a sudden every faction needed an answer because otherwise they just didn't have one. So then mm-hmm. the old system was let's create a solo, right? And yeah. then the solo will grant some ability that will counter that or give you an answer. And now they just have the cards. And right. you don't have to worry about creating a model for every situation. And it's like, if they would have just created cards and changed the movement system and did nothing else, I would have been super happy. The last time we did Judge's Corner, we did not have Steve Rabideau with us. We didn't. And we did not. We had Terrence. And Terrence apparently made a claim during Beta Judge's Corner. Okay, so you're going to put on Terrence? Oh, absolutely. So you're saying that Steve is better than Terrence? Is that what Uh, I'm hearing? I don't want to be compared to Terrence. He's a great guy. I didn't say he wasn't a great guy. Terrence is one of the few people I've said if the whole world was full of Terrence's. The world would be perfect. And I'm not refuting that either. And I I've think only it would pointed be. out. I've only that, met the man once. Okay, well, you should meet him again because he's wonderful. I'm very uncomfortable now. So the, okay, the guy's, a, the guy's a sweetheart wrapped in an angelic blanket. Yeah. Well, thank you both for really twisting this into a place where I didn't want it to be. <laughs> but what I am trying to say is Terrence said something when he was explaining a rule about charging that one of the NJSOBs took great exception to. And then I couldn't wrap my head around what was being said. So I asked Mr. Rabideau to take a look at it. So, with the caveat that Terrence is wonderful, wonderful, what was he wrong about, sir? Uh, well, first I want to say I did listen back to the podcast. This is a terrible podcast. I don't know why anybody listens to this. Yeah, well said. Uh, well said. They listen to it for me. I wouldn't. Anyway. <laughs> but that's because you get me on a daily basis. That's true. Well, weekly basis. Um, so, I mean, yes, so the, the, the thing in particular. Kid was, hangs on my every word. Um, the, the thing in particular was about charging. So charging is a little tricky. And so I'll recap the correct thing that Terrence got me with in the game that I played against him, uh, where you cannot charge out of melee. Does not matter. Like, that is just a rule. That is not part of disengaging, which means you, it does, unstoppable does not affect that. Disengaging would be walking can't. away. Correct. So, like, or, or, I mean, disengaging, yeah, it could be anything, like moving through melee ranges or, or whatever. The point is... In charging, in the rules about charging, it says you cannot charge if you are engaged. Flat out. Flat so, out, done, end of story. doesn't matter if you have unstoppable, doesn't matter Full anything. stop. Just cannot charge. Um, that's correct. Now, units, of course, they've got a little bit of a wrinkle. Because units, only one person... Hang on, actually, let me get the quarters back on the table. Yeah, no, no, please don't. Well, this is how we did this earlier. I understand. Yeah, so we're not going to go... There's there's a lot of nuances to, like, charging. So if you see me sometime, you can ask me about it. Because, like, you really can't do all of it without just showing models. It's kind of yeah, hard to explain. It is hard. But do the best um, Or pictures. So, but this part is easy. I mean, Terrence could. So He's Terrence. you cannot charge out of engaging, right? But only one model in a unit actually charges. The one that moves. The other two that get placed are not considered to be charging. They are not moving. They are not advancing. They are just, you know, they're, they're getting they're, placed as part of their placed. normal movement, yes. right? Yeah. So now they could make charge attacks, potentially, but that's not the same thing as charging. So the one model, if it is not engaged, could charge and bring the other models, even if they are engaged, with it. Therefore, to make charge attacks if, of course, you have Unstoppable. Because you, you may recall that if you get placed out of combat as part of a unit's normal movement you do lose your you know, like that counts as disengaging so like i think i think the incorrect thing was 
uh, like those models that you bring with you would not be able to make charge attacks, mm -hmm. which I do not believe is true. Unless you're charging well, the model that they were already engaged other than, with. Other than cavalry, I don't know of any unit that actually has unstoppable. Um, A lot of things that had parry before now have unstoppable. Yeah, yeah. Well, all right, not important. But, not important. Yeah. So, so like the bottom line is, if you have an unengaged guy in a unit, that guy can charge and bring the other models with them, and potentially those models could make charges. So here's potentially. the deal. Potentially. So here's, here's, here's the deal. We have models A and B who are currently engaged to uh, Kodiak. Where's and, it? Okay, so it Kodiak work. is north. Kodiak models A and B are just fine. south of it. Sure. And then model uh, C in the unit, because it's A, B, and C. It's yep. a three-man unit, we'll say. Even further south. Even further south. Mm -hmm. Model C goes to charge model F. Okay, which is to is the west. completely somewhere else. To the west. Sure. Now, now, again. Call it a marauder. I'll call it a marauder. Now, again, models A, B, and C have unstoppable, because that's clutch. Captain. Yeah. Well, we, sure. We'll Cavalry, call them models. Whatever. Great. Now, when model C charges model F way off yonder, mm -hmm. and he teleports, because that's the word I like to use, the other two guys with him, then he gets a charge attack, and the two guys he teleports do not get a charge attack. No. They, they all get charge attacks. They do get charge they attacks. All, they'll all get charge attacks. Because they have unstoppable. Yeah, because they have unstoppable, they have so they were able to move they out of combat. They didn't charge, they were placed. Okay. Because they, they did not charge. They were placed. And so they were placed. They get charge attacks, because yep. now they're, they're attacking a model okay. that was engaged by that original guy. Okay, great. Now, go back to the scenario again. Kodiak, engaged by, by models A and B. Mm -hmm. Model C is not engaged. Mm -hmm. You activate model C as the mover and slash charger. Mm -hmm. He charges the Kodiak. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe you, you, you move around or shift models A and B. Model C gets his charge attack. Mm -hmm. Models A and B do not. Correct. That's they get correct. a regular attack. Because they were already engaged. Now, if there is a, yeah, and there is a specific, if you look under unit charges... There's a specific paragraph about that scenario. Right. So I think it's like the last paragraph yeah. in the rule. Section. And we said it was also to stop things like if you've got all A, B, and C engaged, and for some reason B is able to sidestep or for whatever reason back out of that combat, can't just recharge the next And then turn, all of a sudden everybody would get more charge. Everyone gets more charge. Yeah, yeah. So like it's one of those things where it like so it, the, it the, sounds confusing. The trick is because it's kind you of might also have a situation where you have the Kodiak and the Grolar next to each other. And... So the, the, the trick is, if you, after being placed, let's assume it's another model that made the charge move and, and brought you along for the ride. If you are still engaging the target that you were originally engaging before being placed by the charger, then you are not going to get your charge attack. You have to not be in engagement range of the model you were previously engaged to. Because again, you might have two jacks standing next to each other, with like an inch or two apart. Okay. And model A and B were were on uh, jack A. Mm -hmm. So A and B were on jack A. C was unengaged. C charges mo uh, jack B. War jack B. He brings A and B uh, over, but they're still engaging model A. Mm -hmm. No good. No attack. Correct. So this is this is where like things start to get really yeah, hairy in, a, say, in an audio format. I, I know. I'm just. Yeah, but this, I try. Not lend itself to an audio format. So so the I'm bottom trying. line is, that, I, if you have if you have unstoppable and a model is not engaged in your unit and it charges and you bring those models with you, as long uh, as they as long as they leave that model's that's range, the point I'm you get make. charge attacks. Right. And they haven't. 
Okay, yeah, let's stop there. Good enough. Yep. All right, so um, that brings us to today's Beta Judges Corner. Mm-hmm. And some, as we were playing through the new Steamroller today, uh, this I'm, came up. I'm out of brain cells. I just took everything That's I had okay. for that this last is, bit. This is a real It was good, though. It was, yeah, it was good, good, Arthur. Yeah, you made a valiant good. effort. Thank you. Yeah, I was really impressed with that. No, I was. Sorry, I know it didn't sound like <laughs> I was impressed, but I totally am. Uh, so, flags in the new Steamroller. Oh, I do like this one. Yeah. Flags are non-enemy, non-friendly models. Mm-hmm. So you're saying to yourself, well, why does this matter? Oh, right? it matters. Uh, why does it matter? Because there's a thing in this game called AOEs and potentially lightning leaps. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and what so does they that matter. mean? So if that flag is a non-friendly, non-enemy model? That means it's going to get hit with a blast. Or it's mm-hmm. going to get hit with the lightning That's leap. That's right. It's going to absorb one of those blasts. It's going to take one of those blasts. Which is good, because I think AOEs need a little raining. Oh, yeah. Need yeah. a little kick. I don't, but I don't know if people realize that, which is why it came, comes to the mm-hmm. judge's corner. That, that that flag is a non-friendly, non-enemy model. Is it targetable? No. no. Okay, that's another very key caveat. Yes. Oh yeah, because how many yeah. people would be targeting the flag? Yeah, right. Of can't target it. No, yeah, no, and that's not. been true. That's been true for a long time. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes well, yes. You, because they changed the rules but of the yeah. flag, I'm just yeah. making sure that we're. Yep. yep. Um, so then, the, then the question came up: Well, what about the objective? And then here's something, and I have to admit, I have not checked the forum yet. I don't like to message Travis every time I have a rules question, or I'll just be messaging him all day, every day. I don't want to abuse that friendship. Um, but it says in the current Steamroller document that the objectives should follow the rules on the objective cards. But we also know that the objectives no longer have cards because they no longer give out abilities. Mm-hmm. Right? So I'm not sure yet if the objective is considered uh, a model, not a model. I, I believe. I would bet pretty much anything. That it's going to be considered a model. Okay. It's going to probably be a friendly model. It's going to be. You still can destroy it. You can still destroy it to get a point. It's going to be exactly the same as it was. It just will not have abilities. Agreed. I'm just saying I haven't seen it yet. Okay. I don't want want to sit here and say this is the way, you know, all six people listening to the Boker broadcast should play it because I haven't seen it yet. And I'm not saying it's not out there. I'm just saying I haven't seen it yet. They, there are still a couple of so abilities. So what should they do? Well, you know, this this is going to sound crazy. Like I, I killed an objective today. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> this this, this is going to sound die. crazy, but people might actually read on their own. Uh-huh. Okay, uh-huh. where are they going to read? You just said it's not in the rules. Uh, you know, you check the forum. You know, you look back. I'm not going to do that. Too difficult. <laughs> Way too difficult. I'm not going to Look through do the that. document a little more carefully. Maybe I missed something. It just came up in conversation, so I thought I mentioned. I did not mean to stay there. And there are, there are of controversy. Firestorm of controversy on this one. I'm sorry. There might not be rules or special abilities for objectives now, but it is not beyond possible. In other words, you know, the cargo nets, I don't even think there's, there's no command card that gives you, like, sure-footed, Right. I don't think so. No. There's nothing that automatically stands you up. Correct. Yeah, so like the objectives mm-hmm. aren't necessarily completely dead in no, the no, water. No, like there is still some potential out there yeah, for them to have ability. I don't know. I agree. I don't know. I think I think though right now the correct way to play it is you oh, play yeah, have no ability. Def five, arm eighteen, yep, fifteen boxes. Fifteen boxes. Yes, I agree. Friendly faction model. All right. So um let us begin wrapping up. And before we All say anything else, objectives? I'm sorry. That? I, I no. So that's the thing. So that means right now you can't. No, that's important because that means right now you can't advance through your objective. Not, uh, when, not without tactician. I, mm, that I don't know if that's part of the objective rule or if yeah, that was, well, part, it was. Of, it was part of the was, objective. Is that yeah. on the card? Yeah. Okay. So then I don't know. So you well, I'm just saying I think we so should you, play them exactly. Uh, as the I'm card, saying that the information is probably out there. I just don't have it yet. That's the point I was trying to make. Mm-hmm. So so if anybody has it. Uh, email it to Seth Cohen at uh, I don't know what Seth we Cohen. We use questions at thebookerbrawl.com. 
Yeah, so Ooh, send us answers. Say that, again. Send us, now. say that again. Send us answers at questions at thebokerbrawl.com. Yeah. yeah the, questions email we've at been the using since the beginning of this broadcast. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I yeah, figured. All right, so uh, we are you know, just staring down the barrel of uh, Christmas. Technically, Hanukkah's already begun because it's after sundown. So, gentlemen, it has been an amazing nine episodes. I want you guys to have a fantastic nine holiday. Nine episodes? Yes. Nice. Yeah, okay. I want you guys to have a fantastic holiday. Do you have any holiday-ish closing thoughts you want to share? Man, I really hope that the Signar Storm Legion starter box gets here before Christmas. Mm. Be a Christmas miracle. Mm. Love potion number nine. All right. So yeah. I think of Renner. Uh, I hope that my Rulik rules come out. Another Christmas miracle. N- another yeah. Christmas gift I would like. All or right. Hanukkah. If you and, 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 and furthermore, because I'm going to be greedy... I also want high shields to be super competitive. Mm. Mm. Reach so, for the stars. That's it. Reach for yeah. the stars. I think they Unlike should be able to like. I think they should be able to surf on their shields to go down hills since hills hills are back in the game. I like that and get advanced move. Mm. Like right. well, no more movement. So our next broadcast will be somewhere. Uh, uh, I think uh, depending I think upon we should, what, New Year's Eve special. Depending upon, we can do a New Year's Eve special. Uh, depending upon what happens in the world, uh, either right before or right after our January fourteenth tournament. And uh, that's no, a long go time from now. Let's yeah. get one, let's get one in be- before then. Well, ne- New Year's is uh, New Year's is on a sat a Friday night, right or Saturday. I'm doing New Year's with you, and then New Year's so Day I won't be around. I'm saying, and then I New Year's Day is Monday Sunday. Now. So, but so that's the first. So, like the sixth or seventh, we should be able to do it. Sure. Yeah. All right. Something like that. So until then, this has been Stephen Rabido and RDC and Seth Cohen saying, "Hey, the manufacturer may tell you what age you have to be to play with their toy." They're not the boss of you.